0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I am going to go solo and walk you through some answers that I have to a particular listener's question. And this question comes to me from Adriana McLean who is one of the founders of X-Stand, the mobile standing desk that I love and take everywhere I go when I leave the house. They are not a sponsor this week, but hey, I love them so much. I'm just throwing that out there. Check them out at GetXStand.com. In this episode, though, I am going to answer her question and talk about making more progress on impactful work. Adriana is somebody that I know knows her productivity stuff. She is a productivity geek and is a fanatic listener of the show. And she sent me this question and I thought, you know what? I got to answer this on the podcast. And so I've drawn up a outline, and we're going to walk through this, and we're going to touch on doing a review process as well as doing daily and weekly and monthly reviews, a book called The 12-Week Year, including accountability and mentorship and a number of other components that make sure that not only are you getting things done, you're getting the right things done, so that you're not just getting a large amount of work done, but you're actually moving the needle when it comes to your productivity. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that Seth Godin's Alt-MBA workshop is still enrolling for summer and fall sessions. And if there's anything that's going to get you pumped and prepared for doing impactful work, it's this workshop. You can find out more at altmba.com slash beyond. That's A-L-T-M-B-A dot com slash beyond. You can apply there as well and mention this podcast to get extra consideration on your application. Head over there to find out if this is the next step for you to up your game when it comes to rewiring your brain to make new and better habits and move forward Practicing those habits to make a bigger impact with your work. In my opinion, honestly, Seth Godin puts his name on things and creates things that are worthwhile. And that's the real reason why you want to check this out. All right, so let's get into Adriana's question. And by the way, I will be opening up contact methods to send me questions in text or audio format so that I can answer your questions On the show coming very soon. So I'll skip right to the meat of her question and the gist of it is she's not really looking for ways to be more productive. She's not really looking to listen to yet another productivity podcast. Although I'm appreciative that she does. She's looking for ways to be more impactful. She's looking to do more work that matters the most. She knows how to do a lot, and that's the easy part. But the hard part for her is having the daily discipline to advance her high-impact work and knowing what that work should be. She wants to know if she can identify high-impact work and deploy productivity tools and methods that she already knows about to get that work done. So I'm going to go ahead and be honest that this is something that in the past I have struggled with, and honestly, unless you have some sort of governing recurring approach to doing this, to identifying the best work that you can be doing and doing it incrementally, daily or weekly, you'll get to the end of a month and wonder where the month went and what you got done towards those most important goals. And I'm not just talking about putting into place a David Allen GTD weekly review type of approach, although that is very essential to this process. One of the unfortunate things that I have to say to Adriana is the fact that only you, unless you are working for somebody else and they specifically give you your goals on a routine basis, you are in charge of deciding which work is important to you or most impactful for you. I'm going to say that again. You are in charge of deciding which work is most important or impactful for you. There's even a little bit of that true, there's even a little bit of truth in that if somebody else is giving you your goals, because you then still need to decide how that goal ranks or that task ranks inside of your day-to-day activities. So I'll just stop beating around the bush and I'll just say this. I have a mastermind group of two other guys and myself, and we have read a book called The 12-Week Year. Now, let me break this down. The 12-week year is essentially a book that walks you through a process that enables you to align your actions and your attentions so that you can move forward accomplishing things instead of having it stretched out over the course of a year. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, I can't accomplish in 12 weeks what I could do in a full year. That depends on the goal, to be quite honest. But what you can do, and if you couple this Some of the things that I'm talking about in this podcast episode with some of the tactics that you will find in John Acuff's book from the last episode in terms of breaking down your goals, cutting them in half, setting realistic goals to start off with. The 12-week year is much more about saying to yourself, okay, in 12 weeks, which is essentially one quarter of a year or three months or 12 weeks, what can I accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? What can be accomplished and what do I want to accomplish in that 12 weeks? And if you think about that, if you don't think about it on such of a macro level in terms of what do I want my year to be like this year, it's a lot more nuanced. It's a lot more concrete. It can be much more simple and simplified to say, you know what, I'm going to get down to the weight that I need to get to by the end of this year. That's a, that's a full-year goal. A 12-week year, three months, you're going to look at it and say, okay, what's realistic here? Can I do five pounds in each of those months and, say, lose 15 pounds in that 12-week year? You know what? Yes, you can. In fact, I know that you can because I've done it. <laughs> I've done it consistently for months over months. And that's just one example. There are multiple examples. For example, the members of my mastermind and myself have different goals. We've got about three to five different goals that are, we are working on concurrently throughout that 12 week year. We're actually just finishing out one right now. And I'll be happy to tell you that I lost 20 pounds since before, right before starting this latest 12 weeks. So, with that in mind, I know that I can lose another 20 in the next 12-week year, and so on and so forth, and I am going to get down to my goal weight and be in that better physical health before the projected date or the crash course dying like a martyr towards my goal type date that I had originally set. And I'm hoping that you can identify with that, that you've set this big lofty goal that I'm going to start this business or I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to write that course or I'm going to write this book or I'm going to get my stuff together and finally be organized. And by not breaking it down and then condensing the time down and the effort down into what we really need to do to incrementally make progress on those goals day by day into our weeks and months, we don't get as far as we should or we could. I think this is a perfect question that Adriana brought up in context of the fact that I did just talk to John Acuff about goals and finishing them and completing them. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you really do need to go back to that one after this and listen to it. Because one of the fallacies is the fact that it has to be so perfect that if I, during the course of a 12-week year, in one of my weeks, if one of my days I screw up really bad in terms of my chosen method of losing weight, for example, to go back to that example, whether I ate a whole pizza or I didn't go on a 30-minute walk or run or whatever physical activity I've set aside for myself, that now I'm done and it's it's now over. And yet that's completely false. If we were starting a business and you just didn't do anything on the business for one day, would you consider yourself a failure? Would you say that that business idea, that project had completely stalled out? No. No you would get back up and you would move forward again. I don't know about you, but I am a huge Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy fan. And the first installment of that is Batman Begins. And Alfred in that movie says to Bruce Wayne a number of times, and I won't do the Michael Caine impersonation, but he basically says, Master Bruce, why do we fall down? To learn to pick ourselves back up again. And that's the point here. It's the fact that we struggle so much with perfection and having it right and not missing a day or throwing all our progress out the window if we do. And one of the key things to overcoming that, again, is to approach it from a much smaller goal over a much shorter period of time and finishing that first. Not the big goal, the, sh- the small goal that's part of the big goal. It's not about getting the marathon done. It's about making it through the next mile and then worrying about the miles after that when you get to them. Checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash beyond. Again, go to Shopify.com slash beyond now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash beyond. So in conjunction with that 12-week year book, My Mastermind, we meet once a week. And we go through our wins and our failures according to the goals that we've all stated collectively as a group. If you missed the recent episode all about accountability, that's one to go back to and take the lessons from that into a mastermind group after reading the book, The 12 Week Year, and start breaking down your goals with a group of people that are going to spur you on to finishing those goals and completing that work, but not be so lax that they let you off the hook. Real quick, I want to say thank you to ShipStation for sponsoring this episode of Beyond the To-Do List. Sponsors like them are how I am able to bring this show to you week by week. When you're selling your items online, that can be pretty tough, especially if you're using multiple shopping channels like Squarespace or Shopify or Etsy or one of the other 75 popular selling channels that are out there available to you. But ShipStation brings all your orders into one single simple interface and makes it easy to manage them, even from a smartphone. You can then use ShipStation to create shipping labels for your favorite top carriers, including UPS, FedEx, USPS, and you're going to be able to ship more in less time, and get the best rates available. Right now, listeners of this podcast can try ShipStation free for 30 days and get an additional month free if you use my promo code to do. Go to ShipStation.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in T-O-D-O. That's ShipStation.com and enter T-O-D-O. ShipStation. Make ship happen. So I bet you're wondering, okay, that's fine. You're breaking down your goals into smaller, more compact, condensed, realistic versions of themselves, as well as meeting with someone for accountability in a group setting once a week. But how do I make sure that on a daily basis, I'm making progress on what I'm accountable for to those people? Great question. This is where discipline comes in. This is where measuring twice and cutting once comes in. This is where Doing the homework and doing it often enough or frequently enough cuts down on having to do it as much because you can pick it up, check it, and put it back down and know where you are at any given point in time in terms of expectation and deadlines and what you want to do and what you have to do. Balancing all of that and even taking breaks, like I said, only you can determine what it is that is most impactful or important for you to be doing at any given time. But you have to break it down and you have to keep track of it. So this is where the whole GTD weekly review, monthly review, etc. comes in. I do break it down and I and I do look at it in terms of a seasonality. And that's another reason why I really love the 12-week year as a book is because essentially three months for me is the duration of about a season. If you go from the beginning of summer to the end of summer, that's about three months, 12 weeks. You go from the end of summer through to the end of near fall and again another 12 week year another 3 month process another 3 month season and then you go again through winter and through spring and again you you've basically gone summer fall winter spring or if you were going to go according to the calendar you start off in winter to spring to summer to fall and i do know that like john Acuff said there is for a lot of people just something about turning over a calendar year that gets you ramped up and set up to make changes and start things and make progress. However, again, the 12-week year allows you to put the line in the sand at any given and it doesn't have to be just any of these seasons. It could be May 25th. You know, I don't know what if, if that's I don't know what that is. I know that's coming up close onto a summer time start, but it doesn't have to be that time. It could be October 23rd for another example. It doesn't really matter. It's just about when you want to start that 12-week year and then what you want to get done and then move forward through it. But then breaking it down into, at minimum, a weekly review session where you look over for the week, your calendar and what responsibilities you have to your day job, whatever that entails, your relationships, whether that's family, that's friends, that's time that you want to make sure you take downtime in, and I highly suggest you schedule that in unless that's too structured for you. But again, (laughs) it always helps to get something calendared so it gets done, as well as then planning out the tasks from your 12-week year plan into your weekly calendar. Now, I do think you can go and plot out the entire 12-week year all at once and then zoom in a little bit from the macro to the micro level and do a monthly review if you want. But I think having a weekly review, having a at minimum a weekly review zoomed in to look at your calendar, that's going to make sure that you don't miss out on things or you don't have stuff that pops up. And by the way, stuff will pop up. Stuff will come up that suddenly, oh no, the kids have soccer practice this week. Or, oh yeah, there's a de- there's that dentist appointment that we only just got notified about. Stuff like that happens. However, having, again, the weekly plan in place to say, okay, for me to hit my 12-week year goal, this is all the work that has to happen for me to get it done. And then you've broken that down into manageable pieces and you can say, all I have to do this week or all I have to do this day is accomplish just this much and no more. And I can do that. And in fact, if it helps, break out the Streaks app and... Mark down your streaks and don't get hung up on missing one, though. Again, you want to have that balance of having the right people in your life for accountability as a support system, but also as a support that's not going to let you falter and say, hey, by the way, you've not done this for like two to three weeks in a row. What's going on there? Don't be afraid to say no or not yet to things. That's one of the other great things about the 12-week year and approaching it from this process is being able to say, no, you know what, for this three months, for this 12-week year? I am removing this. Again, I'm going back to stuff that John Acuff and I just talked about. That's why it resonated so much for me, that book, was the fact that so much of what he was talking about is complementary to what I've been doing with the 12-week year. It's it's a great hand in glove. You ought to just go pre-order John's book and buy the 12-week year at the same time. I'll throw the links in the show notes for this episode. And so the approach is, again, take a chunk of time, even at minimum of one hour once a week, to review all of your tasks that you've already pre-decided on in terms of breaking down that larger goal that, again, you've condensed or compressed into 12 weeks. And then I highly suggest you take one more step, and that is perhaps early in the morning or at the end of the day or both, because again, things change throughout the day, to sit and do a daily passing the baton to your future self. This is how I break down my goal setting. This is how I move forward, and there are other ways to go about this, but again, this is what I do to make sure that I'm on top of the most important things that I want to make sure I get done. So, what do you think? Also, do you have questions for me? If so, hit me up on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Let me know, and I will then point you to where I will be receiving those questions. I'm in the process of setting that up right now, especially for those of you who would love to ask your question, quote, on the air, unquote, on the podcast. I want to say thank you again to Seth Godin's Alt-MBA workshop. You can find out more about that at altmba.com slash beyond. You can apply and... Get extra consideration if you mention this podcast. I also want to say thank you to ShipStation for supporting this episode of Beyond the To Do List. Don't forget that you can get not only a 30 day free trial, but a 60 day free trial using the promo code to do at shipstation.com. Thanks again for listening. I'd love to know what you think about this episode. Head on over to the show notes for this episode which you can find at beyondthetodolist.com slash 184. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next episode.